All right. So here we go. Hopefully, it, uh, we'll record this. I don't know. I mean, I have my backup. So if anything happens, I have my backup. <laughs> How old is this thing? The test cam? Uh, yeah. I got it maybe four or five years ago uh, when I first started getting into um, into podcasting and, and recording myself. And I was just like, ah, you know, this is like a, a fun little hobby. Uh, I never took, like, I still don't really take podcasting all that seriously because, you know, it's not, not my main job. Yeah. It's not what I'm doing. You want to know how old my phone is? One year. Yeah. Less than a year, actually, because this is the new model. So it's like, this is the backup, which is we're probably going to use because I don't trust the little thing he's using. So <laughs> I don't trust it. All right. I mean, just because it's old doesn't mean it doesn't work. You okay, know, but what like, are the chances? That's like the idea of classic cars. <laughs> like I used to, when um, I was in high school, I bought a, uh, an, I think it was like a 1972 or 3 Beetle. Mm-hmm. Like an old Volkswagen. Yeah. Right? And it wasn't running. It wasn't like working at all. And it was covered in rust. So I just spent like months just getting it to work, fixing it up, um, I'm just trying to figure out like all like all the wiring and and uh, and you know my uncle was helping me out because he had one and mm-hmm. we were like into Beatles for some reason, and uh, but you could get it to work pretty easily. It was like a simple car, so you can do all the wiring yourself. You can do all the uh, the the engine work yourself because it's not a complicated engine. It's air cooled, meaning you don't really have to deal with like um it has oil in it but you don't have to deal with like with uh anything other than like a carburetor the carburetor is like the worst part that that's just what sucks in the air yeah but here's the difference how long did you work on that car for oh it was a while like how how long is a while some months months see you you worked on that for months you worked on this little recording thing for like 20 minutes so that's the difference and that's why we're using the backup an iphone 13. okay yeah but well, we'll see. We'll see what we'll I end up, we'll end up using. <laughs> we'll see how it works. Yeah, because this is the first time I'm. Well, actually, this is the second time uh, that I'm using this guy to record a podcast. I actually, you're not the first student I recorded a podcast with. Oh, you're cheating on me already. I know. No, that's weird. Don't make it weird. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because uh, I don't know, it just is. Yeah, the first he one. He just was, looked at uh, his ring when I said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird. Like I don't know. Um, you know, it, it's weird specifically because, you know, it's, it's inappropriate. So. <laughs> That's what makes it funny. The inappropriate so. jokes is what makes things funny. Yeah. It's like, we both know it's not really cheating, but that's what makes it funny. <laughs> and it's funny, especially for teachers, because they know they could get fired from it. If like, you know, it gets out, if anything escalates, that's what makes it even more funny to make yeah. the teacher uncomfortable. <laughs> and you, I want to make it clear. He always says that you should live life uncomfortably. So if anything, I'm yeah. doing, if anything, I'm but, doing you a favor. But I also say you should live life like purposefully. Yeah, there's a purpose right? in that like, humor. The, yeah. the purpose of just like uh, just making people uncomfortable for the sake for the sake of making them uncomfortable is different than like if there's some kind of like higher purpose. Well, this I do have a higher purpose. My purpose is this, so people can hear it. Okay. <laughs> and when I'm in class and I do it, the purpose is to make them laugh. All right. See, yeah. I do have purpose. Yeah, there is. And, you know, like, I guess, like, what, what I'm more interested in is, like, is in having parallel purposes, right? 
So like part of the reason why I wanted to work with you is because I, you know, I think a you're you're of a different generation completely. Right. So yeah, I'm a you, Gen Z. what you have to say is coming from a way different perspective than, you know, how I've lived my life or, or what I've experienced. Right. So that's good. The other thing is, like, if I want like a bigger audience or um, or if I want to not even that I want a bigger audience, if I want if I want to speak to a certain audience, I think I need to speak to somebody who's of that audience. Right. Like I, I want to talk to you because you're kind of like the like the um, like the avatar of people your age. Oh, so you're using me for clout. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like, honestly, like, that, that's probably, that's probably like the best way to put it. But, uh, so like, why do I want to reach back? It's almost like reaching back in time, but it's not really, cause this is, this is parallel time, yeah. right? Like you're, you're growing up parallel to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I want to reach out into like this new generation to, to see what I can do to help. Right. Because like, if I think about, I'm trying to think about. All right, generationally, um, what's happening with my students, yes. right? And it's way different than what was happening when I was young, and it's way different than what was happening when my parents were young, and so they're different like um, problems, mm -hmm. right? But I can still identify the problems because I, I work with teenagers all the time. Yeah, like every day. Every day. It's right? impressive, really. Yeah. Yeah. And so there was like hints of, of what's plaguing you guys now when I was young, but it was not to this extent. Okay. Like, like for example, uh, there's always been like a, a com competitiveness to trying to, uh, operate in school, right? Yeah. You had like the top students always competing with one another because there's a limited amount of spots in, in the colleges. And, then so everybody's like, or the top students are competing for those. Right. Yeah. But the top students are just the top students. They weren't ever like a majority of students. Does that make sense? Yeah, like there's different categories of everyone. Yeah. So, you know, when I was in high school, I didn't consider myself a top student. Like I never, I, you know, I didn't break a 3.0 GPA until I was a senior in high school. I'm proud of you. Right? <laughs> like, yeah, you did it though. Yeah, but it's like, it's a, you know, but that, that, you know, I already like excluded myself from being a top student from, yeah, from being a top student, from taking AP classes, from even taking honors classes. I, I didn't want to take, I didn't want any part of any of that stuff because I was like, oh, I, I'm just not that. I'm just not like a smart kid yeah. or whatever. Right. And, um, but you know, you could still see that the top students were vying for a limited amount of college spaces. But it was still possible for people to go, like if you were like the best student in your high school, you could go to like an Ivy League school. Yeah. Right? So like the top students in my high school went to places like Harvard or Cornell. And then there was like kind of like uh, uh, like a striation, right? So the top, top, top students went to Ivy League schools. The next lower down tier went to uh, like UC schools. And then the next lower down went to like Cal States. And then there was everyone else that was just like waiting for high school to be over to start their real education. You see, I feel like in all those categories, I feel like I'm, I'm a mix of all of those. Yeah, okay. Because like, you know, I used to consider myself a top student, but then, well, I think the COVID year screwed up a lot. 
But it's just like, I don't know. It's like, I kind of stopped caring about it. Well, not caring about it, because obviously I care about my schooling. I'm in AP classes. I mean, I was in IB, but like, I dropped it. But it's like, I don't know. I feel like for me, there was more to life than just strictly education. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I mean, what, I mean, what do you think? What, what kind of student do you think I am? No. Okay. Yeah, let's, let's start there. <laughs> what student do you think I am? Because I know, because I I always get different things when I ask different teachers. Yeah, you seem manic depressant to me. What? <laughs> what does that mean? It means like you go through waves of like, all right, you have like a wave of where you're working really, really hard and you're really putting your maximum effort. And then you have like these other periods where you just like, I could see in you, you're like, you're not motivated to do jack squat. You know, you don't want to do anything. And, but I still you do know, it. And, you know, that's when you that's when you start poking at me and you start making me annoyed and all that. <laughs> but here's the thing. I still do the work, though. That's true. But it's like but like like the you can't think that one part doesn't affect the other part. Right. Because like you're, you're a whole person. So what one half of you is doing is affecting the other half. of That's you, true. Right. So. so like the the student that's really trying to get an A and putting all the effort that student is affecting the student that's constantly poking at me, right? And trying yeah. to get a reaction out mm -hmm. of me. And then that works the other way too, right? It, you know, and I think you would work way more efficiently if you came somewhere in the middle of those two and just kind of hung out there. Well, I feel like that's where I am right now. Yeah. Well, maybe not today, but like the recently, I feel like I've been in the middle where I've been getting my work done, but also messing around with you. Like, it's a nice balance. Like, I've been getting my work done efficiently. So you're, you're trying to be, like, the intelligent Hulk? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right? Because that's, 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 that's the Marvel hero you would be, right? It's like you have periods where you're just kind of, like, the nerd and, you know, you're, you're Bruce Banner and you're just kind of, like, doing your thing. And then there's other times you just kind of go crazy and go on a discharge. Like, well, that well, it's, it's funny yeah. how you call me Hulk because like, like a destruct, you know. Because Brian, Brian Tella, like he always says, like if I'm, uh, if I, if I were to be a superhero, because we we watched Batman, we had like a conversation, like oh, what superhero would be? He said I'd be the Hulk because he thinks I could be the nicest person ever. But if someone pisses me off or like gets me in a certain way, that he like I scare him how mad I can get. Because I think him and Ashley Ortiz are the only two people who see me actually like mad, mad. So it takes a lot for me to get mad, like genuinely have high tolerance so he's like oh yeah you'd be the hulk and i was like but like, what'd you call me manically depressed <laughs> it's just like it's just like um yeah it's like you go through high periods and low periods so like that's uh, all it is so like um what would you call it uh what's the word not bipolar depression like, you're the hulk dude <laughs> like, like when you go when you go on a tear like you can't like nobody can stop you really right and then like and then when you're Bruce Banner, you're like really focused, right? That's, that's, that's what, I think that's a perfect analogy. And I think the analogy too is like towards like the, I think the last Avengers movie, he became intelligent Hulk, right? Mm -hmm. So he's not, he's not as strong as he was before, right? Yeah, and, he's smarter. But he's smarter, right? But so it's like this like little medium and he seemed a little bit more at peace. Right. And there's um, there's a lot of uh, like if you read psychology or listen to, you know, I listen to a lot of psychology books and podcasts. Yeah. They just call that integration. Right. Uh, I think Carl Jung talks about this thing called the shadow. Mm -hmm. Right. And every person has the shadow. And that's just like the parts of your at 
the aspects of your personality that have potential to be destructive, right? And, you know, like when you're young, you kind of draw a line between your shadow self and then your like light self, yeah. right? Like there's like the good me and then there's the bad me. And different people will lean into each one differently, right? So, you know, like people that are leaning into the light, they're the people that are like, well, I just don't want to do anything bad. I don't want to like hurt anybody. I'm not going to like, you know, like cause injury to anybody. I'm just going to be like the super nice person to everybody, right? Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. Because then people are just going to walk all over you and you're not you're just going to sit there and not say anything, and then right? The bad side is self-expansion. Yeah, and the yeah, the bad side is bad because, you know, they're looking for problems. They're looking for issues to get into conflict, right? And so a lot of that leads to like self-destructive behavior. So what you're doing is you're like going out and you're picking fights or you're, you know, your parents tell you to do something and you do the exact opposite. You know, even if that thing that they're telling you to do is good for you, mm -hmm. you know, like, hey, you should eat vegetables or hey, you should do your homework. No, now because you told me I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do the exact opposite. Right. And that, you know, obviously that's going to have negative consequences. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, like, I think what integration means is you take those two halves and make you them one. make them one. Yeah, you put them together, right? Which is like, I thought was the amazing part about seeing like Intelligent Hulk because it's like, yeah, you're just taking those extremes and you're just kind of like melding them and into each other, right? And that's where you want to be, right? When, when somebody like pushes you, you want to have the strength to be able to push back but at the same time, you want your default to be like nice to people so that you can get along, so yeah. you can have friends, so that you can communicate. It's funny that you like use, what was it called, the, the integration thing you called? Yeah, it's just integ uh, yeah, integration. Okay, so like, see, I have a problem with that. Not a problem with that, but like, it's something that I've noticed, not like to like a high level like you did, but I've explained to some of my friends like, you know, I always try, I was raised to like, like good values and stuff, good values and ethics. Um, I was born in a religion, like I was a religious, but I'm not really that religious right now anymore. But it's like, I have those like same ethics of being like a good person, like treat people right, respectfully. But then I think the problem with me is like, we obviously all have like, like little evil, like quote unquote evil or like bad side in us that want us to do self-destructive things. I think sometimes when I see people, I see people doing like self-destructive things or like doing bad things to other people. And I still see them succeed and gain all this stuff where like a good person would like, you know, good person doing all these good things is not getting this equal things. And it's just like, hey, like, logically, shouldn't, like, the good person who's being this good person, like, not being a scumbag to this in that way, like, shouldn't they have the good things or, like, but they're getting the bad things and the bad person who's doing, like, crappy things to people is, like, just winning at life, you know? And I think, okay. like, that just, like, so screws me that's, up a lot. Yeah, that's, that's different, but that's what made me think of. Yeah, so, like, I think the big question that you got to ask there is like, uh, like how are you rating good things and bad things? And then also like, what's your, your time scale? So if I, okay, let me just give examples. So let's just say like, I don't want to give, ex okay. Um, you could, you could like make up names. Like I know, I know, just go I know. Like, Hey, Juan, <laughs> you know, punches Alex. Okay, yeah, and and we'll then, just do, you okay, know, like, okay, just do okay. like just yeah, makeup yeah. names. Okay, let's just say Bob just punches like Bob punches Ash, all right? Um, no one, not everyone sees it, but I saw, it, and then other people know about it. But he, 
Bob still gets all these like good things happening to him. Like he's going to good college. He's still like getting lots of scholarships, or like he's like becoming famous in life, right? And you see, you have Maddie over here. Maddie and um is being a nice person, like a nice person as in community service or like um like not like real community service, not doing it for a grade or like for extracurricular, like genuine community service, like helping other people and just doing it out of the kindness of her own heart, not getting to college, just not getting all these good opportunities, even though like maybe they put in this equal work, but like, let's say they both do the equal work, but Bob had, does all these bad things, but just no one sees it. And Maddie d does, is genuinely a good person and everyone sees it, but Maddie's still not getting the equal opportunity as Bob is. And right. I see that a lot. So the, like, if you're, okay. Cause what we really care about the most in this story is Maddie. Yes. Right. And I, you know, if you're looking at it from the integration perspective, Maddie's not integrated. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's, that's her problem is that, yeah, she does all these nice things. She probably goes out of her way to help people. She'll like help people study, even though she needs to, she'll sacrifice herself to help her friends. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a phrase for that. It's like, it's called lighting yourself on fire to keep your friends warm. Mm -hmm. That's a lack of integration, right? Because like if you're an integrated person, you have to take your dark self and you have to know when to use it, right? It's not good to light yourself on fire to keep your friends warm. Yeah, obviously. That's not good, yeah. right? Because so, you're killing yourself in the process. Yeah, because you're killing yourself in the process, right? And that's, and that's what I see in your story there is like, all right, Maddie's doing all these great things, but she's doing so many nice things that she's not taking care of herself. There's no point in that story where she puts herself in front of everyone else. She prioritizes herself in front of other people. And there are times when you need to do that. Yeah. Right? And there are times when you shouldn't, right? And wisdom is knowing the difference between those two times, right? There's times where you have to tell your friend, no, I can't help you because I got to deal with my things first. Yeah. Right? And so when you're when you're in that story, like that's what seems to be happening to Maddie. She's putting herself out, putting herself out, putting herself out and never taking the time to be selfish when she has to be, when she has to take care of herself, when she has to replenish her cup and people burn out like that. And a lot of the times you'll see them in high school, like do that a lot. And then once they get out, they just turn into completely different people. Yeah. Right. They become rude. They become like, uh, they go in the other extreme. They start saying like, oh, like, you know, I did, I used to do all these nice things, but I never got anything for it. So now I'm just going to be like a rude person or a mean person or a bad person because that's who I saw get the rewards. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's not good either because what you're doing is you're killing the good part about yourself. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, um, as far as like somebody doing bad things and other people not seeing it, like, Sometimes that happens. I right? just see it like, so often. It just yeah, but bothers like, me so much. It like, oh, it's you know, there's there's a lot to be said there. Okay, like, like first off, you know, some people are really good at getting away with things when they're young, but if you are hiding things, if you're lying, eventually, all that stuff comes out. And this is why I was asking you about time scale because. High school, even though it seems like like so much is happening right now and you see like, oh, they're getting all of these things right now, there's no guarantee and there's nothing like if you 
expand out the timeline, right, to like 10 years from now, 15 years from now, 20 years from now, then you'll start to see like where all those bad behaviors catch up to people. But that's the thing. I, I just like, for like some people, I just don't, like even like, like, um, out, like just in general, like I'm not even talking about at school. It's like, I just don't see a realistically like all bad things just catching up with people. Like I just don't see it Yeah, happening. and you know, that that might just be, you, you know, you're young. You have you haven't been around I mean, for a I, long yeah, time. I am young, but you know, like, like, it seems impossible. Like, it's like, you're getting away with it now. So like, if yeah, you're going to get you away know, with it now, how are you going to, like, obviously, yeah, right, I feel like, like it's, you're like, done. Let me, let me kind of, like, put it, like, into perspective. You Like, you, that perspective is kind of like how, the perspective that I had with my brother. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I have a brother who's a year younger than I am. Right? And in high school, I was just like, I was like the Maddie. Yeah. Right? I would just be nice. I would try to be nice. I would try to like, like you know, put myself out there to people, and I would try to like you know sacrifice and and do all the nice things, and I wouldn't ever speak up for myself. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And I got jack squat. I I didn't gain any friends. I didn't have um, like strong relationships. Right. Like I didn't. I. I didn't have a girlfriend. I didn't. I never got a girlfriend until I was like way late into like college. Yeah, at least you got you one. Know? <laughs> I know. It <was> like <laughs> now you're later. married now, so that's yeah. Good. I know that's good. But um, <laughs> two kids, but, right? Yeah, exactly. Right, and but that that's the thing is like when I was young, I was like, damn it, like how's like, and then you know he was mean, man. <laughs> like my brother was real mean, um, like to me and to like. Uh, you know, just to people, he would just mouth off to people all the time. Yeah. He would, uh, you know, pick fights all the time, you know, like just on purpose. He just like start mouthing off to people. And then, you know, he was a skinny guy. And so he'd get beat up a lot, you know, so that that was the thing that was happening to him, too. But, you know, he would get all the girls. Everyone was attracted to him. Like, I remember was he like was he driving hard, him. I remember driving him. This is like the, the worst part of the like. I never. I don't think I've ever shared this story. Uh, like, why not sharing it ever. to everyone right now? But I remember driving from the DMV because I had driven him to the DMV to take his test. Yeah, right, his driving test, you know, which he failed. But <laughs> you know, I failed my driving test the first time too. Um, but he, you know, we're driving back, and then this, this, you know, this car next to us with a bunch of girls in it, like honks at us and signals us to like follow them. And, you know, my brother just looks at him and was like, nah, just keep going. And I was just like, no, man, I want to find out. Oh, like, I've never gotten no, attention. Right? No. <laughs> and so, I, you know, I was driving. So, you know, I followed them. And I was like, hey, like, I was trying to talk to them. And, and then, like, the first thing out of their mouth was like, hey, does your brother have a girlfriend? Nah. I, was like, I was like, God damn it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I was just like, I just got back in the car and left. And I was like, dude, this is like, like, I'm the Maddie, you know, like I'm yeah. the, I'm like, like I try to be so good and so nice and all I get is like stepped on all the time. Mm-hmm. And then I have like all these fights with my brother, like constantly, you know, because he would always like just, just be mean and he would get all these benefits. You know, I remember one, like the, here's the only reason why I took the SAT was one day my brother walks into my room and says, Hey, next week is the SATs, right? Uh, I know you haven't taken them. I haven't taken them. 
I bet I could get a higher score on it than you. Ooh, competition. Right? Yeah, this is my younger brother telling me. I was like, bull, no way, man. And so, you know, we went and we take it. And this is after, you know, my brother was kicked out of our high school for lighting a trash can on fire. Dumpster fire? Yeah. And then... (laughs) Yeah, it, like, and we went to a private, we went to a Catholic school, right? Oof. Yeah, so. How do you get away with that? And then he, you know, he would dress, you know, like we had a uniform, but he would find any opportunity to put spikes in his clothing. <laughs> like, like, like these, they used to sell like these spike studs. Yeah. And you can just like puncture them into like your shoes or into your belt or whatever. He was a and true then they rebel. would look like, yeah, like, like spike. And he would put them all over his shoes, all over his belt. Like, he, like, he would wear like all this like, like you know um like jewelry with like skulls and things mm-hmm. on it and then he would like you know get a mohawk going you know he was just like he was just so wild you know and yeah and and then you know at that time he was already at a different high school because he got kicked out of our high school so he had to go to public school and it was just all this thing and and you know i didn't know how he was doing in there i knew like he had a lot of friends and stuff that would come around the house and and I was just like, there's no way, man. This guy, like, smokes pot all day and, and, you know, like, you know, doesn't do anything. And then we get the results back and he gets a higher score. Yeah. Right? So, so like, like I understand your position and the Maddie position. Because, like, in high school, this, these were our lives, you know? Yeah, this is my life. And if you you extend out the timeline to where it's at now right like we're in completely different spots and i really love my life right now and i can't he and you know he's going through a rough time right now Mm -hmm. you know i don't want to get into details of what's going on with him right now but it it's not going well. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, he's a veteran and he's, you know, under a lot of stress and, you know, he bought a house and he doesn't have somebody to help him with it. If anything, he has somebody that's dragging him down and he has a kid with this other person. It's like, and so it's like, there's like all the factors, there's all these factors and, you know, and, you know, now I find myself like trying to help him out as much as I can and inviting him over and like going like, Hey, Let's work on our relationship. Let's let's try, and I'm and I'm helping him, right? And there's no world in which I would trade our places. Yeah, right. And this is what the, the thing that I'm at, I'm ta- talking about, like the time scale. Time scale, right? It's like yeah, right now in this little bubble, <laughs> right, that we call high school. <sighs> It looks like people are getting away with all of these things. But, you know, everyone that I saw that was like that in high school, you extend out to now, and it's like, damn, dude. Like, you know, I ran into my friend, you know, at my niece's party once, and, you know, he lived down the street. He was kind of like my brother, except dumb, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my brother was not dumb, but, you know... He was, he was smart, dumb. Yeah, know? he was smart. Like, he was like rebellious, you know. Like and, me in your yeah. class. Okay, <laughs> but uh, but um, you know, like that's that's the thing is like I I uh, he was telling me about like this is a guy my age. He was telling me about like how 
like he's really excited that he's going to start working in a warehouse and that this is his first stable job. This is only a few years ago. Mm. It was not a long time ago, right? And that, you know, he's finally gotten like an apartment and he was, you know, and, and I was just like, damn, dude, like, like, yeah, like you extend out the timelines and you see like, like who wins. Yeah. Right. But the, the truth of the matter is, if Maddie stays Maddie, she's going to continue losing. Right. Until she's capable of knowing when to put herself first. Right. And I forgot who we were saying was Bob. the other guy, Bob. Right. If Bob continues doing what Bob thinks. Right. Eventually, everyone else wisens up. And they start to see Bob for who he really is. Yeah. And that's where he starts to pay the penalty. Right? And so that's... So you don't want to be Bob. You don't want to be Maddie. You want to be combined. Exactly. Right? You want to get into that, that medium line of sometimes you got to dip yourself into the dark side. Sometimes you got to dip yourself into the light side and be really benevolent. But you, but you got to ride that middle road I think that's the best of your that's ability. the hardest part for me because I'll be honest with you it's like I, I talk about this with some of my friends obviously other high schoolers but it's like like um, I tell them I could be the most evil I think personally I could probably be one of the most diabolical or evilest people at, at school but I choose not to be like obviously we all have those intrusive thoughts or like other thoughts but like when I when I, when I just like something happens to me or like during certain situations I feel like, man, I, I think of all these things I could do that would benefit me so good, but, like, in, in hindsight, it's probably, like, quote-unquote evil thing or, like, a bad thing to do. Because, like you said, I usually go to extremes, so I think of, like, the, the worst thing or, like, the that could benefit me the most, but, like, bring the someone else down so down. And I'm just like, I could do this so easily, but I choose not to. And it's like, man, I'm such a good person, but I need, but like you said, you need that balance because obviously I can't be like Maddie all the time and just be like, Ugh. I need to be like Bob. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're saying. I have to be like Bob and obviously like do some things for myself or like maybe do something that maybe is morally like dubious, but like not to an extreme. No, no, no. no. Like, like the, nor- the morality part is like a different question, mm-hmm. right? Because here's the problem with violating your own morals is that you can't run away from yourself. Yeah, that's the problem with me. I have too high morals for myself. Right. And so, like, but there, but that, that's not how life is. Life isn't a choice always between doing a good thing and a bad thing, right? Yeah, I like, agree. Sometimes you have to be creative to figure out a solution that's going to benefit everyone. And that requires a lot of thought and deep thinking, right? Yeah. And, and wisdom, to tell you the truth. And you don't really learn those things until you've lived life a little bit, you know? And that's the frustrating part because I, I always want to, like, take students that are misbehaving and things and go, like, if you would just listen to me, you know, like, your life would go so much smoother, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I want to grab them by the shoulders and shake the crap out of them and go, like, look, I can make your life better. But... You can't do that to people, right? Because, like, for all, most people, I think you have to make a mistake before you learn the lesson. And no one can tell you the lesson. 
If you do, you're not going to believe them because you don't have that experience for yourself. I agree with that immensely, yeah. Right? Like, you know, and, and that's and that's all you can do, you know? And I, you know, and, I, and I, I'll tell friends this all the time. I'll, I'll go like, hey, man, that girl is crazy, <laughs> right? Like, you don't, like, you don't want to mess with her or whatever. Like, I see, like, a lot of red flags. But, you know what? Like, I, 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 I hope that you figure it out, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'll support you no matter what, right? As a friend should. As a friend should, right? But I'm just giving you a heads up, you know? Because you can't save someone who doesn't want to be saved. Right, yeah. And then, you know, more often than not, they pursue that. It ends in tears. And then I'm just there in my mind thinking, I told you so. <laughs> Dude, there's so many instances where it's like, oh, I told you so. But it's like, oh, don't worry. I'm like, oh, don't worry. But, like, I told you so. Yeah, and then that's that's what um, – yeah, but, you know – you know, the, the part about being a friend is like you don't tell them that well, obviously you, know, you, know, you want to tell them you want to tell them that and you you know especially a lot with like family members and stuff you want to tell them that all I, the time i will say my friends do tell me that but that's only because like i used to be a, a very arrogant person like a more arrogant <laughs> yeah, like used i used to be i well i'm less arrogant than i i <laughs> i used to be like i admit when i'm wrong so like i had like a situation during earlier this year and I was like, I went up to my friends because I'm trying to work on my ego and trying to bring it down a lot. And I was like, you know what? Like, I just went up to like, you guys were right. And they're like, what, what was that, Jason? What was <laughs> that? And I was like, because I had a lot of friends like help me with this situation. I went, I personally made sure I went up to them. That ones that told me like gave me all like um, all this advice that I didn't take. I said, you guys were right. And they're like, can you say that again? And I was like, you are right. He's like, one more time, please. And I was like, you are right. <laughs> And they all did that. But obviously, it's all in good fun. But it's yeah, like... Yeah, and that's, that's good to surround yourself around people that are going to call you out on your, on your crap. I need that. I do need that. Yeah, because that's, you know, that's what... Uh, Friends are for. Calling yeah, out you on your yeah, BS. A lot of it is, yeah. <laughs> all right? And yeah. that's the thing. It's like, I, because as I've grown up, I'm obviously 18 now. I just turned 18. So I'm just trying to work on myself personally because I, I recognize like all my I recognize most of my flaws as a character, I think. And I'm working on because I always used to say, come on, Jason's always right. Or saying, oh, I know everything when obviously I don't. But it was just I thought I did. So when I'm wrong or when I'm in the wrong, I always try to like tell people, hey, I was wrong. You were right. Like I'm trying to do that to like show them that I'm like learning like trying to better myself and should, like humble myself too because sometimes it could get into my own head just just a little bit <laughs> just a little bit but i think that's one thing i've improved on this year a lot admitting when i'm wrong okay i pat myself on the back for that yeah <laughs> i think i think that's uh that's a good place to stop is that uh, the moral of the story is Jason is wrong sometimes. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't want that to happen. No. I'm kidding. But, it, you know, it's, I think the moral is... I'm only like, human. Yeah, it, you're only human, and it's, and it's, like, and it's difficult to rock, walk that middle road. Yes. Right? It's difficult to be smart Hulk. Right? But it's worth, it's worth the effort in the long run. I agree it's worth the effort. Like, obviously, we're ending soon, but like, I could go into it next time, but... You know, I think I think I'm a little bit more smart Hulk ever since spring break. Like right now, I'm post spring break Jason, and that's who I've been. 
All right. <laughs> okay. And that's my smart Hulk. If you're gonna say smart Hulk, that that's my version of smart Hulk. Post spring break, Jason. Okay, I think there's a level two to smart Hulk. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks a lot, Jason. Of course.